Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. There is no place I'd rather be than talking with you today. You are really my favorite, favorite people. You are the place I want to be because I know how sincere you are. There's so much you want and there's so much you're doing for it. And I just think that that's incredible. Humans wanting things and taking action towards them, there's no, no one else I'd rather help. And I'm that person too all the time. <laughs> There's many things I want to do <laughs> and I get help too. So anyway, I'm here to help you. And what I help you with is weight loss, especially when you're building a family. And so today we are talking about the real key to sustainable weight loss. And that is finding a reliable way to stay motivated. We're talking about the best way to stay motivated for weight loss today. And staying the course is the only way that weight loss is possible. Because when I say weight loss, I'm talking about sustainable weight loss, weight loss forever, not weight loss for a month and a half. It's so much effort. And then, and then we, it comes back on if we do it in a way that's not sustainable, which is 95% of all programs. And the culture is set up in such a way that we think that that's normal, that it's like there's something, it really is set up like there's something wrong with you if you can't make Whole30 work for you. It just, it, but that's not the way the real world works. And so we just have this like shame about it when it doesn't work for majority. And when I say majority, I'm talking about literally in the 90s percentile that it doesn't work. So how can we blame ourselves when we do that? We can because the culture tells us we should. It's really, it's this terrible vicious cycle. So anyway, we opt out of that around here. <laughs> There's no such thing as yo-yo dieting, restrictive deprivation, it, because it does not work. And not only doesn't it work, it's detrimental. It's detrimental physically to our bodies. There's actually research that shows that that yo-yo dieting is actually detrimental. I had, there was a um, really well-regarded endocrinologist I used to work with, and he would say, pick one. Either be thin or overweight, but don't be doing this up and down thing. Because as an endocrinologist, he knew it was it wreaked havoc on your body. So yo-yo diets are do not work physically. Yo-yo dieting, you know, going up, losing and gaining and losing and gaining, but also the psychologically, the, what I was referring to before, we just beat ourselves up. And we really can get into a spiral of um, beating ourselves up, we actually reinforce beating ourselves up. It's, it's, it's just not, it's not good. So again, we don't do that here. Sustainable weight loss is the only kind. And it only happens if we have a reliable way to stay motivated, right? Because this is forever. So how are we going to stay motivated? Now, I know a lot of you have an amazing reason to lose weight. It's growing your family in a healthy way. That is so motivating. And this is what's so upsetting is that even with such an amazing reason, 
it's hard to stay motivated. We still find ourselves overeating, even with the best reason in the world. And so we can see that that's not the way. It's a setup for lots of guilt, lots of shoulds and beat ups. And so that is an external reason. And external reasons don't work. No matter how good it is. External reasons do not work as a, as a sustainable way of being motivated. So it's got to be an inside job. And the best way to stay motivated for any behavior change is a reliable supply of dopamine. So this is the, like the biological way we stay motivated. And food, sex, drugs produce dopamine, hits of pleasure. But remember, those are external. <laughs> we just learned that external doesn't work, even when we have an amazing reason. We need an internal source. One that we can draw on whenever we want, preferably with no negative consequences. So that's where the food and the drugs don't work because we can't use those in endless supply whenever we want them. They have detrimental effects down the road. So the cleanest and best way of getting dopamine and staying motivated that I found is actually praise. Praise. You get a little bit of a little dopamine hit when you feel praised. So uh, an add a girl or a good job or a pat on the back. But wait a minute, you might be saying, you said no external sources. I did. You're such a good listener. <laughs> so amazing. So then that can't be the answer either, except it is. The praise has to come from inside the house, from you to you. That way, you have sustainable, readily available dopamine hits that help you maintain behavior change with a steady stream of dopamine. It really is the answer. Praise totally works. But we cannot rely on the external sources. And many of us have, right? And, and this, especially women in the society, we're socialized to people please. So we know that praise works because a lot of us get into this habit of people pleasing to the point where not only are we doing things that we want, but in order to get the praise from people, we will start to twist ourselves into pretzels and do things we don't even want just to get that external praise. So again, we know praise works but we cannot rely on the external. Now, think about getting praise from someone you love getting praise from. So what that usually is, is someone you hold in high regard, you know, like someone you respect or someone who often is someone who has power over you, but like a boss or a parent or, you know, a loved one somehow, or um, someone like a, a your favorite author or, you know, like a celebrity of some sort, someone who you, who you value their opinion. And just imagine how that feels if they saw you and said something like something they praised you in some way. It would feel amazing. 
when you say something to yourself, how does it feel? Like if you say good job to yourself, does it feel the same? Our goal is to have it feel the same. I want you to be able to praise yourself and it feel amazing that you get a dopamine hit. Now, the way that happens is if you believe yourself, you have to believe, really, you have to believe the praise, but you have to respect the person who's praising you. And so if you hold yourself in high regard, if you, this is where self-love comes in. If you love yourself, hold yourself in high regard, respect yourself, then when you praise yourself, you'll believe it. You'll think, hey, I think you're pretty great. And you just said that I was pretty great. So I I just got a dopamine hit. (laughs) It's such a... It's it's like a foreign concept and, a, and an obvious concept all at the same time. When we can feel, and the way the praise hits us is that we then feel proud or like a little puffed up a little like, yes, I agree with you. I did do a good job. And when we have that positive spirit, then we're feeling great and then we can make another great decision. We sort of seek more praise, right? So we want to keep doing the things that got us the praise in the first place. And remember, we're not doing this externally. When we can master doing it for ourselves, the world is our oyster. Truly. When we can create the pathway for us to believe our praise and praise ourselves, we can have endless supply of dopamine. And the way we get the dopamine is that we're working towards a goal. And as we work towards the goal, and we are getting praise throughout it, we reach the goal. That's what's so exciting. And we can do this for any goal, anytime, for the rest of our lives. Once we figure out how to hold ourselves in high regard, believe our praise, and then, of course, praise ourselves. <laughs> because if, we're, if we hold ourselves in high regard, that's awesome. But if we're not actually doing the praising, then the dopamine hit doesn't happen and the behavior change doesn't happen. So this is the secret. Now, if you know that if you, you know, give yourself an girl or a pat on the back, it doesn't feel so great. It doesn't feel like it feels when other people say it then we know we have work to do. That's so good to know. That is so good to know. Because then we work on the relationship with ourselves. When we can truly appreciate ourselves, love ourselves, accept our humanity, hold ourselves in high regard, then there's nothing we can't do. Losing weight is just the beginning of that. So how do we start to develop this loving relationship? Okay, so that's such a good question, right? So if you accept the idea that you need a sustainable way to stay motivated for for sustainable weight loss, and you accept the idea that the only way to have it is to have an internal source, right, that you can that you can draw from any time, then And if you feel that there's a a deficiency, there's room to grow there, then the 
cultivating the relationship with yourself is the answer. It is the answer. And there's ways to do this. And I'm going to talk to you about one in particular here. And that is to celebrate every accomplishment. Acknowledge every kept commitment. Notice every kindness. Now, it has to be sincere. But you do lots of great things in the day. You could be very used to finding all the negative things, all the things that you, like it could be super easy to, if I, if I said, please list three things that, you know, you did wrong today, oh, you could probably list 12. But if I said, list three things that you did right, did really well, affected someone in a positive way, sometimes that's really hard for us to do. And, and part of that is habit. Part of that is actually the way the brain works. We, we're designed to look for danger. So it, ma- it makes sense that we look for negative things. But we have the power to flip that, to find the positive things. And when we retrain and rewire our brain to do that, naturally our self-regard goes up. Because we're noticing all wonderful things. If you met a new person who, and they just did wonderful thing after wonderful thing after wonderful thing, that you'd, you'd grow to love them. And that's what we can do with ourselves. So every time, and I'm, I'm talking about starting with the littlest things. Yay, you got out of bed this morning. <laughs> Woohoo! You, you know, had breakfast, you um, got to work on time, you, uh, you know, gave your husband a little squeeze, made him feel good. Your partner, you know, fed your cat. You know, (laughs) there's so many, there are so many places that we do good things and we just sort of expect that of ourselves. But it's, it really is remarkable you could stay in bed all day. Now, there may be consequences to that, but you really could do that. And so for the fact that you don't, and some days we might, but I'm saying on the days that you don't, there is a lot to notice and to praise ourselves for. That's just like with food. I planned my lunch. I brought in my lunch. I knew what I was going to have for dinner. I stopped when I was satisfied. I ate when I was hungry. All of those, when we're talking about weight loss, all of those are praiseworthy. And, you know, this builds on itself because the more we praise, the more we we can um, acknowledge the good that we do, all the things we do right, and then our self-regard goes up. And, you know, not to get into the trap of we only can love ourselves when we're doing good things. Because that's not real, right? That's not like humans are humans. And 50% of the time where things feel not so great and 50% of the time things feel great. So we can praise ourselves for doing it a little bit better this time than last time. Those are all real things. 
And this is not Pollyannish. I want you to be able to choose things or I want you to choose things that are believable to you, that are real, that you can see and feel. Because when you believe them, you're building that trust with yourself. So you're not making up anything. It's not fake. It's all real. But the the fact that you're finding them and pointing them out is the thing that will help. It's, it's again, it's that spiral. We're retraining our brain. And that's what's needed for sustained weight loss, for uh, lots of goals that you could have for yourself. It's also a way that we feel better in the day. And feeling better is motivating to feel better. No one's going to feel perfect 100% of the time. But it's nice that if our sort of um, go-to is at least neutral or slightly positive as opposed to slightly depressed all the time or angry all the time or just generally negative, this retraining can really help with the motivation. And when we can rely on it, when we know we can get a dopamine hit from looking for the, for the positive things that we're doing, then it's, it's a tool in our tool belt. And that's where the sustained motivation comes in. Developing a relationship with ourselves that's, that's positive, that's caring, that's uh, loving, is the answer. Because we wouldn't beat up someone we love. We might get curious if they did something that we were confused by. But we wouldn't assume that there's something terrible about them and that they're always doing something bad, always doing something wrong. We love them. We assume the best about them. And then we're usually right. So developing this loving relationship is the way to sustain motivation for any goal you have. And weight loss is one of those. It also makes the process feel so much better, so much better. And then deprivation and restriction aren't even uh, uh, in the picture. It's only decisions that we're making and um, noticing where we're doing different and better and feeling proud about that. Isn't that so much better than beating ourselves up? Oh my gosh, I'll take that any day. Getting support with this change in relationship, this change of way of seeing things and noticing yourself, getting support with it can really speed things up. That's where coaching comes in. So it sort of supercharges this whole thing. It's the missing piece of most weight loss programs. This is the stuff they don't talk about, right? It's four ounces of this and two ounces of that and, you know, and this many steps and that much water. But this is what makes it sustainable and easy. I mean, and what I mean by easy is easeful, like uh, uh, not hard, not, not difficult. For sustainable weight loss, we have to have a loving relationship with ourselves. And when we do, weight loss is a byproduct of the wonderful life you're living. It's, it's like a, it, it's, it's the least of the fantastic way you're feeling. So this is why I love weight loss in the way that I do it with that it's sustainable and also improves your life in general, not just your weight. 
not just your weight. So if you want help with this, I'm always here for you. Lose weight with me. You can go to my website, stephaniefinemd.com, F-E-I-N, hit the green button, and we will be connected. I think you're amazing. And if that gets you started, then I'm thrilled. I'm sending you so much love, and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. If you follow, share, rate, and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous. Fabulous.